0: Hello everyone, this is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the Beyond Bitcoin Show. Today is March the 9th, 2019. Strong hand, be a unique beast, unconfiscatable. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin personal responsibility is the new counterculture deferral of gratification conviction. All right, everyone check out the links below, especially check out yesterday's this week in Bitcoin Boris uh, was on there. Who else? Well, Murad made an appearance for, he he got cut off. Y'all be back. Don't worry people. Uh, And of course, Udi was on there. So it was a good one. Check that out. Also all my shows are going to be available starting last week. Uh, on uh, anchor.fm slash bitcoinmeister podcast audio form yeah you guys demanded it and you got it I'm in podcast and it's it's somewhere else too they're going to distribute it to a lot of other places but right for now I'll talk more about it tomorrow anchor.fm slash bitcoinmeister of course I do a new show here every day so tune back in on Sunday for the regular uh, one bitcoin show this is the beyond Bitcoin show. I hope I said that. I mean, You know, I've got so many show names. I don't know what I'm saying half the time. All right. So let's talk quickly before we go beyond Bitcoin. I think cryptocurrencies, uh, they can be the innovation that will create wealth that will l- perhaps prevent, delay, lessen, uh, the upcoming economic turmoil, that the United States and perhaps a lot of other Western countries are expecting, uh, because of debt obligations and all these social programs. You know, we were bailed out by the internet in the nineties and two thousands. I think that, uh, made things a lot better. Innovation. Thank God for innovation and, uh, for the people who do strive for greater things and they are rewarded with great salaries and great, uh, financial reward so we we would never want to create a situation where uh, no you can't be a billionaire anymore then some great minds probably would stop striving for greatness and all of these uh, awesome technical discoveries and innovations that bail out the masses so I, I really think and I think I'll, I'll start to talk about this more in my shows's just ideas that I have that you know go beyond Bitcoin, uh, getting into crypto dividends and, and getting them into regular people's hands and uh you know i don't like to use the word empower i think it's just a it's part of a catchphrase that sjws use but uh cryptocurrencies could give people some freedom they don't realize that they don't have now and that could make things better and that could uh get people less dependent on the government make them more independent again uh i really do think this, this cryptocurrency thing that we're all involved in is, is such a earth shattering, awesome, uh, endeavor. And it's so great to be alive during this time that it, it, it really, you know, but there are all these doom and gloomers out there. Go, yeah, definitely. We're heading for a terrible recession. It's going to be worse than 2008 and mathematically. Yeah. In 2024, there are going to be some government programs. We're not gonna be able to fund anymore, but you never know what, the, what these, what these cryptocurrencies could bring about. Again, I've talked about, uh, private universal basic income not the government paying for it but somehow cryptocurrencies paying for it you never know we're hey let's think beyond bitcoin here let's think this this space is about innovation it's about it's not and i want to talk andreas has a video about that i'm going to talk about it tomorrow actually so there'll be more about this on tomorrow's the one bitcoin show okay moving on life is not a zero-sum game now it's so funny i I heard that on I don't know where I heard that recently, but then I heard it on Andreas's video today when he was talking about uh that the that the Bitcoin space, the cryptocurrency space is not a zero sum game. But life is not a zero sum game either. You know, people are like, well, there's either gonna be a winner or you're gonna be a loser. No, 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 no. Everyone can win. Everyone can win. You you shouldn't think that because someone's a billionaire, you're a loser, that you're not you're not a winner. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of ideas out there. We can call that the uh, the world's creative Commons. There are a lot of ideas that we're exposed to okay they're free they're out there and we can adopt some of those ideas change some of those ideas. If someone is is so if someone you think out there is a winner and you think you're a loser and you're not, you're not a loser. Well I mean you can't I mean if you just live in it if you've got that attitude then yeah you will, you will not succeed. You will not be happy. And I think if you're not happy, then you can have a loser mentality. But if you are, if you're, if you're trying to strive for happiness, uh, emulate and and you think someone's happier than you, someone's a winner, try to emulate what they're doing. Don't be jealous. Don't be a hater. Don't be envious Um, because their creative ideas are out there. They threw you. We, we know what, again, we have all these people that are like, Oh, it's, it's unfair that this, uh, this social media platform is so dominant. Well, okay. Uh, well, then start your own. Start your own. Start. It's out there. You, there's nothing stopping you. There's nothing stopping you from doing that. You shouldn't like be in, in so sad uh, and let it get you down. And, and again, some, some of you say, well, YouTube is uh, censoring me. I can't make money this way. Well, find a way around it. Find a way around it. Start. Go to another platform. Uh, and, or, you know, innovate and uh, try to get into another, another line of work. Uh, if, if the rules of the game, if you're getting into their game, okay. But, but again, um, make your own game and be a winner in that game. There's a lot of games out there. There's a lot of games out there. So, you know, when you fit, when you, when you think you've hit a dead end, you have it. There are opportunities out there. Just, just keep in that, keep that in mind. And again, life is not a zero sum game. It isn't everyone can be successful. Every there's so keep on making new pies, new pies after my buddy said that in the comment section the other day. With Marber, All right. So moving on. Dave Rubin on his show. What is this? What did he have here? Oh, yeah. He had some A- Ayn, Rand, Ayn Rand people in there. Objectivist. Uh, and it's it, the last 10 minutes are good of this show. Um, and on it, the lady says, only you can make yourself happy. Faking things does not change things. That's so true. That's so true. Only you can make yourself, you can't live through other people. There's so many people through social media who try to, they see the adventures of one person and, and they're living through them. And, but they're not living their own lives. And that doesn't make you happy. And, you know, they're seeing people argue for them, you know, attack their political enemy. You see your political enemy get attacked by your, your social media hero. And then you're like living vicariously through them. but, no, you, you've got you to gotta make yourself happy, okay? Now, maybe that's, I mean, I, I, I could see how that could bring you, well, I don't know. I don't know if that could be totally fulfilling. But, um, no, don't seek out the approval of others. How about that? How about that right there? There's a lot of people that want female validation. You need to validate yourself. You need you. don't let anyone else validate you or validate validate your your opinions you you got to be yourself you got to look internally am i happy with the direction that i'm going in? am i am i happy that i'm able to say what i want to say or am i happy that i can't say what i want to say And i don't think people are happy when they when they can't say what they want to say so only you can make yourself only you are the judge of your own happiness okay but no one else is going to come. The politicians aren't going to make you happy by giving you free things. Okay, you you've got to do it your own. Personal responsibility is the new new counterculture. So, you know, think think about that for a second. I mean, I think there are a lot of people are happy. A lot of people are going their own way and uh, doing what they want to do. And some of it is very traditional stuff, but it it brings them joy. It brings them happiness. They had a a kid, a family that brings them happiness. But are you? Are you just trying to have a family to make your mom happy, make your your grandmother happy, whoever? Are you doing things a certain way to make another person happy? Is that really making you happy? Only you can make yourself happy. All right, pound that like button. So in, in this, when you're striving for this internal happiness, the ultimate thing that you should keep in mind, and you'll never really attain this, I am the perfect version of me. I saw a tweet that said that. I am the perfect version of me. Strive to be the perfect version of yourself. Not the perfect version of some you know, Dave Rubin, Andreas Antonopoulos, Adam Meister. No, you, yourself, yourself. And then you will attain happiness. Now, you're never gonna be the perfect version of you, but you know, don't try to be other people. Now, I said you can emulate other people, take their ideas and make better ideas out of them. Make, get your own twist on them. But they're in the the end, they're yours. You've you've borrowed from the Creative Commons of life, and you've uh, made a new innovation, which is you. And uh, in the end of the day, you're trying to be the best you that you can possibly be, the perfect version of me. I am the perfect, and you'll never be. No one is perfect. No one's the perfect version of themselves. But they are. But if you're on the road to being a unique beast. If you are your own unique beast, that's awesome. That's to- that's totally awesome. Um, but if you're trying to like again, I say fitting in is overrated. Uh, if you're just trying to be part of the if you're not if you're just trying not to speak up, be quiet, just move along, get along to get along or go along to get along, whatever it is. I don't know. I don't think that's striving for the perfect version of you. Maybe maybe that if the perfect version of you is just being part of the machine, then Oh, God, I, I don't know. I, I don't think that, I don't know. I think thinking, for thinking people, that, that's impossible. If you are a real thinking person, if you've, if you've gotten to this point where you're thinking for yourself and you realize what's going on around you and you see that the, your situation isn't perfect, that you can improve, then you you know that you want to be yourself, but a perfect version of me, a perfect version of yourself. So strive for that keep that little saying in mind. I am the perfect version of me. I like that. All right. Follow me on Twitter at TechBall, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. Now, if you're a person and you find yourself talking about they a lot, well, they did this and it's because they did that, that I am in this situation. Take a few, because I, I notice a lot of, you know semi prominent people on youtube and twitter are always saying well they did this they 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 it's always they and uh, you take a few steps back and just see are you taking personal responsibility or are you blaming issues on some boogeyman out there because usually the they that they're talking about the they that they're the they that these individuals that i am alluding to on on twitter are talking about uh they can't even identify who they are no, I'm saying they. i th- I think you get my point uh if you're uh if you're scapegoating a mysterious they then take a few steps back and see if they is really you and and i think most of the time it is that it whatever they are holding you back from you're holding yourself back no one is stopping you no no sinister group is stopping you you as an individual are stopping yourself uh, from 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 progressing or from attaining whatever you wanted to attain from being happy happiness is not uh determined by by other people remember you make yourself happy and so they they the mysterious they are not making you unhappy they, they are not taking away your happiness it's it's you who are not being ha- happy just get away from that blaming they get internal and you will improve internally now what do we have out here take sometimes you gotta take a few steps back we're we're all going we're all going you know 100 miles per hour sometimes and we don't realize that we're starting to make excuses and and, uh instead of looking inwards we're going outwards and blaming others for for what's going on in our lives personal responsibility is a new counterculture as i say And, and again it is so i mean most of the people you encounter are going to blame they Oh, it's the Republicans' fault. It's the Democrats' fault. Let them do what they're going to do. You do what you're going to do. So, Dissenter. I mentioned this in another video. Dissenter.com is by Gab. It allows you to, and I haven't tried it out yet, but it seems so cool. It's one of those innovations that I think is going to make a big difference on the internet. You using Dissenter, you type in a site's uh, URL. And then you can see the comments people left about that site. So there's a lot of news articles. Now you can't, there's no comment section anymore. This provides a comment section for every news article on earth. So you know, there's a, some controversial news article out there and you're like, oh, I want to leave a comment. Now again, sometimes it's a completely waste of time to do such a thing. But if you, I mean, again, it, sometimes it is It's, it's interesting. To hear, it is interesting to read other people's opinions on, comment, on, on uh, controversial issues. And so you just type it into the and you'll see other people have left the comments on there. And, and, you know, the more people that hear about this, that's why I'm spreading the word because I think it'll be awesome one day when there'll be this alternative universe of comment sections on top of every article out there. You'll just go to the and then you'll see, but, but then, but it, it actually might just uh, cause some of these sites just to reinstate their comment sections again too. So we shall see. It is, it is a, uh, it's an interesting uh, innovation that, that's out there. So good job, uh, the people at Gab. And again, for all the people who are like, oh, Facebook and Twitter dominate. Well, here, the, these are guys at Gab who are competing with those two platforms who've come up with something. that's, that's it definitely, it's a, a big innovation. It's a big change. It's something different that will attract people to their platform. So uh, speaking of YouTube, Yaron Brook, I mentioned him before. He's got a lot of videos on there. He's an object objectivist, whatever and I Ayn Rand fan. Objectivist. Objectivist, right? Yeah, that's what she is. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's got a uh, he's got a long video out there. But he, you know, since I'm in Israel, I'm only in Israel now until uh, I've been here for almost three months, and I'm leaving on Tuesday morning, and then I'm gonna be in Los Angeles for two weeks and then Baltimore for all of April. And from there, who knows? I'll be wherever makes me happy. <laughs> how about that pound that like button. but uh no yaron brooke has this uh in the video that i linked below from the 20 minute mark to the 32 minute mark now again he lived in his he was in his uh, he was born in israel but he's an american citizen now and he comments on israeli politics uh, from the 20 minute to the 32 minute mark he mentions this is a party which i have mentioned before and it's very interesting because he is Yaron yeah, Brook does not believe in God at all. And um, he believes in free markets. And he likes the Zahut party because he says it's the closest thing to a free market party out there. Um, and he is, and like the number five person on the list is an objectivist. And I, I really hadn't heard like a pure secular take on the Zahut party because their leader, he does believe in God and, uh, there, there are some religious uh, views, uh, definitely, uh, in there, in in their platform. And so I was very surprised to hear your own even endorse them. He endorsed them. So I I would say I endorse them too. I endorse them. I I think if you're in Israel, vote for them, vote for them, They're free market. They're, they're the one party that I think would, uh, promote cryptocurrency, uh, and, and be very friendly toward, uh, cryptocurrency you know again there's you know when in israel the, the parties deal with a lot of different issues just a lot of it, it, you know, i mean and then some are some ignore certain things some are very focused on other things you know, the religious aspect the uh, uh all, all, also the you know so there's there's a, there's a communist party oh god there's the, uh they're very minor there they're very minor the communist party is uh what's that what's the I, remember, I forgot their name. They they always get it in there. They all it's it's very interesting the way Israel does it because they they have many parties in their parliament. So I it's kind of cool. It's, you know they they do it the way they, you know everyone's gonna do a little different. Anyway, the point is check out the his video from uh, twenty minutes to thirty two minutes. I don't agree with everything the dude says all the time, um, but I did find it fascinating. And um, you know when I first heard about this party, I thought it was like a fringe little party. It seems like they're they're gaining momentum here. You know, if a secular guy like him's talking about it, um, and you know, I saw signs when I was in Samaria. I saw Zahud signs there, and some people are secular there, but some aren't. All right, moving on. Oh, talking about religious, talking about Israel. Let's talk about. Uh, well, first of all, hang on. Vention MGTOW sent a five dollars super chat. Thank you. They he says in quotes, print money and impoverish the world. I blame them for that. And that's why I buy bitcoins. Well, that's you know again, it talking. I I, I wouldn't worry again. You don't have anything to worry about about the the central banks and 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 that sort. I, I would not, I really wouldn't worry about them because we we do have you have the option to totally opt out into the bitcoin overlay. Yeah, and so a lot of people who start who start talking about that stuff, they think it's woe is me. The world is ending. The central banks control everything. They don't control everything. They don't control. It. I mean, again, you 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 opt in. It just like you said, they get you get into the Bitcoin. You don't have to worry about your dollars being inflated away. And there, there were other ways to. There were more complicated ways in the past to to avoid uh, inflation also. But uh, we want you know, house You could save certain housing, certain land. But this is much easier. This is anybody. Anybody can avoid the inflation caused by uh, money printing by just getting the Bitcoin. Or you know, probably a lot of a, uh, but I, I said this in another video. You know, I'd rather own Litecoin than uh, be stuck in Malawi and and owning whatever their uh, currency is. You know, there's there's going to be in the future world many top tier altcoins will be much better to hold than a lot of uh, regular currencies of developing world uh, countries. I mean, some of these leaders are just very unpredictable you you don't know when they're going to start printing money in some of these countries all right so yeah that that shows you that okay so I, you got me talking about altcoins now it's the beyond bitcoin show that's why okay so yeah we we're going to talk about uh israel here and everybody knows who i'm about to talk about because she's been in the news lately This uh, lovely uh congresswoman from the minneapolis area ilhan omar so yeah, you couldn't avoid that name recently. And, you know, she could say what she wants to say. You know, you can, you can, judge, you can, you you can, you can agree with that. If you want to, you can agree with that stuff. But again, you know, there's certain people out there, um, they blindly, you know, and vote for me, voting is whatever, but if you really think you're, you're making a difference with voting and I, and I don't think you are, um, but that there's so many people that, Uh, just blindly vote for the the Democrats. And uh, it's amazing. I I would say so many Jewish people, I'm Jewish, they just blindly vote for the Democrats. Blind, don't even think these are supposed to be high IQ individuals. Don't even think about who they're, oh, whatever. They don't check out the platform. They don't, they don't, they don't see, you know, uh, again, a lot of Jewish people have uh, high incomes and they don't even realize, well, I'm I'm voting for someone that's going to tax me. I mean, it makes completely, it makes, it's no sense. It makes no sense at all. So all these people saying Jewish people have such high IQs. I don't know how you can say that. <laughs> they don't really demonstrate the way the way they vote. I think uh 70 percent 70- And again. So a lot of people like say, all Jews only vote for Democrats. No, it's something like seventy percent, which is awfully it is is awfully high, but that's not all. So again, this is where we get into these these radical generalizations that just deteriorate into conspiracy theories. Uh so I, I would say if you're if you're Jewish and you know you like how the Democrats handled this, then Okay, that's whatever. <laughs> I don't see how you can like like uh, like this situation, but you know you can do what you you can do what you're gonna do. You know, take personal responsibility. And so, um, she said what she said, and somehow it's now being turned. You know, she's being turned into the victim here. And I, I mean, it just goes to show you no one can take personal responsibility. You say what you say about Jews or Israel or whatever. You know take it take it don't turn yourself into the victim you said it you said it you could take it i mean that and but in this world then you got people out there making oh, she's the victim she's from somalia you know you can't no it means she said it and again so maybe you like what she said then you know publicly say publicly agree with her say you know you like you like what she said i want to talk about political influence in this country that says it's okay to push for allegiance to a foreign country hmm. allegiance to a foreign country i mean this is this i mean this is what we've heard for generations oh, the, the this mis- <laughs> mysterious people they they they're not loyal to your country they are loyal to another country it's they they you see it's it's they they are loyal to someone else and they are bribing everyone to be loyal to just like that, so you know, I don't like them but they're not loyal to us. They're not loyal to this country. We get into these—it's amazing these situations of allegiance and uh, these accusations that uh, they're, they're through the centuries that, that the Jews have always had. No, 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 they, because they stick together. They're—they're—they're they're, they're not people of this. They don't belong here. They don't belong here. They have no allegiance us they have allegiance somewhere else some mysterious. so again she's you know bringing up this the age old trope of you know the jews are they have an allegiance a mysterious allegiance somewhere else so uh this is and that was her quote what i read there before and so this is uh by suggesting that pro-israel lobbying constituents constituents push for an allegiance to a foreign country suggesting suggesting that an activity disproportionately conducted by jews is essentially disloyal making a fundamentally anti-semitic idea more acceptable to voice on the left so yeah yeah that's what that's what she's doing um so you know maybe she i mean she doesn't like israel we all know she doesn't like israel i mean but she's stating you know there's this uh People the allegiance. Uh, the, there's a there's a group out there pushing for an allegiance to somewhere else. You know, Israel. That they, they Israel first. That the United States is a Zionist occupied government. You know, it's the same the same thing. And again, you could believe that if you want to believe that. Believe it if you want to believe it. I mean, if you want to get obsessed with that type of thing and worry about that type of thing, yeah, they, they, you know, be with Ilhan. Be be with Ilhan. Be with you know. She learned. I, I guess this is what they talk about in Somalia and. Somalia, you know, go check out Somalia. Go check it out. See where, see where she learned it. But you know, to to make again. But she's saying it, so she should accept the criticism. She should accept that she's going to be called an anti-Semite for what she said uh, because she's again, it's the same theme from the centuries. Now again, Jews, we're not, we're not victims. Go, say your stuff. Say whatever you want to say. Say it all. Say it all. I don't care. The people out there should realize who accepts it, who who who's, and then you don't do business with them. You don't do business if you don't like what they're saying about the Jews. If you don't like the tone she's setting, and I mean it's it's pretty obvious where she's coming from here. I mean, She's not hiding it. She's not hiding it. I mean, give her credit. She's not hiding it. She straight out said what she what she believes. So okay, you can be with her. Keep voting for. I mean, I mean, if her there's. Uh, she's from a highly Somali area. They like this, obviously. They voted for her. Good. Good. I mean, so, and if you, if you like what she said, give to her campaign. If you don't, you know, give this uh, the campaign of the people that are running against her. But again, you can't waste, you can't waste too much time on this stuff. But uh, again, if you're into the party politics, you can see what party you know, makes the excuses, says that she's the, she's the victim. She's, you know, she start. she says these things. She's the victim all of a sudden. I mean, again, no one can take personal responsibility for what they said anymore. She should, uh, you know, t- say, it, say it loud. She's no victim. Trust me. She's no victim. You come to the con- this country from that hole over there in Africa, and uh, you become a, a congresswoman. To say that, you're a victim. You've, you've attained wealth beyond compare compared to where you came from. Um, and you get to say things like this about your, uh, uh your fellow countrymen. I mean, it, what, what would us in Somalia, if you said, uh, something that was, uh, against the local warlord, what would happen to you? What would happen in Somalia if you said something against your local warlord, you know, that, that offended him, what would happen? I don't know. I don't know. But so, I mean, to say, uh, she. she If you were living there and you you got, you know, your hand chopped off for that, yeah, then you would be a victim. You you would be a victim of getting your hand chopped off for freedom of speech. But here, no, your freedom of speech, you say what you want to say, you take it. You take the repercussions. Your your hand isn't getting cut off here or any other parts of your body are getting cut off here for for such things. But uh, here from the Federalists, they say, and and this is just great, Representative uh, James Clyburn of uh, a Democrat of South Carolina said, he said he he once also shared the stage with Farrakhan, just like Omar has, noted, Omar should be given a free pass because she fled Somalia. There, Okay, she, he didn't say that, that. That was a paraphrase. Omar should be given a free pass because she fled Somalia. There are people who tell me, well, my parents are Holocaust survivors. My parents did this. It's more personal with her, he explained it's per, and then the author goes on, it's personal to hate Jews when you fled Somalia. <laughs> uh, the number of people defending Omar on the uh, risable grounds that Muslims should be immune uh, from criticism isn't surprising when you realize that identity politics demands strict adherence to the hierarchy of victimhood. So there we go. The hierarchy of victimhood. Identity politics is the hierarchy of victimhood. It's It's really not worth it to play around. But as you can see, if you're if you're in that hierarchy of victimhood, then people are going to make it. People are going to make excuses from you. So if you're a female Muslim, that's pretty high up there in the United States. That's pretty high up there in the hierarchy of victim. Why anyone would want to be part of this hierarchy of victimhood and use it for their benefit is beyond me. Is beyond me. But again, that is the culture that we live in today. That everybody wants to be a victim, and everybody wants to be the highest one up on the hierarchy so that they can, you know, they can gain power that way and you know ripple on other people and. Gain support. I, I don't know. It seems like a sickness to me. It seems like a real sickness to me. But again, you don't you don't have to get caught up in it. Uh, but it, it is in the news. I, I wanted to give my uh, my thoughts on the situation, and I think it, it is a. And for Jewish people, I mean, just realize. I mean, this is. It's good that someone like there's you know there's a lot of cowards out on the internet that say it like in in. They, they're faceless people they just hide they leave it in the comments section they leave it on twitter you know they don't they don't connect their real selves to these the, the various oh my god you know the the jews control the world the jews control this country that country the other country um the jews are a cause of all my problems except the jews are the cause of all the problems on earth they but you know you gotta give her credit she's not a coward about it she's straight she's straight up saying it so for all my you know for all the jews out there in the united states of america or, or wherever Um, you know, it's personal responsibility. You can live in a country like that, which I mean, it's a great, the United States is a great country. Um, but I, I think more so now that there'll be more and more people like her that are just straight up saying it to your face. So let them say, so, I mean, you can, you can take that as a positive. You can take that as very positive. Like, well, you know who you're at, you know, who doesn't like you. I think that's a good thing. You know, who doesn't like you. Um, but at the same time, there's many people that are like her that are just, you know, they think that, and, uh, they're they're just waiting for a, a, a even more a comfortable time for them to 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 shout out their opinions and uh, so you know live where you want to live you can live in the United States you can you can live in Israel I, I will say and so yeah that's the thing uh, if you if you don't want to deal with stuff like that you can just move to Israel <laughs> you know you don't have to deal with that here I'll tell you that uh, they don't even I don't think they're even talking about this woman I mean she's a complete joke to, to people here. I mean, they got their own they got their own issues here to deal with it's, it's very funny i mean you you've got so many people like hey, that israel's this major power in, in in the world and then when you're in israel <laughs> you see how <laughs> the local i mean this is they had totally hardly control themselves here um there's, there's a lot of internal issues they don't have the uh they, they got other concerns i mean they, they who, how could they control the whole world it's 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 a joke when, when you when you're when you're walking around here and you see and when you see what you got going on here it's it's they're not uh it's it's not some mysterious entity that the, the long-awaited world uh world government control based in israel no is it's it's it's, it's 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 hilarious, you know. To see to, to walk around here and to, to think, oh my God, <laughs> these these politicians <laughs> can control the world. It's it's a joke. It, it, it's hilarious. Um, and uh, you know, a little country with no resources. I mean, but everybody worries about it. Every you know, there's this uh, you know, people gotta blame somebody. So you know. But again, uh, you know, here the, the cool thing about being here, if you're Jewish. You know, whatever. There's no there's no scapegoating. If you're bothered by scapegoating, if you're bothered by you know being the scapegoat, you, if you're here, it's fine. You're you're the majority here. And uh it's but you know, so I'm I'm an American citizen, I'm going back to America and everything like that. And for me, as you can tell, I'm just like, well, let, let them say what they're gonna say, let them say what they're gonna say. Um, but uh you know, in the past, it's uh it's usually degenerated into. You know physical attacks uh it always has it always has except in the united states so uh why should the united states be different we shall see we shall see if it is different if it will degenerate to uh as it has in in all countries in the past uh but uh yeah but whatever one day if the united states kicks us all out well it's whatever we got a place to go to it's pretty cool um so i mean that's not the end of the world it's not the end of the world it's not the end of the world if we get, is that, is that right to in the United States, a country that's supposed to be free for everyone to, to, to kick out people because they're of a different religion? No, it doesn't, that doesn't go with us values, but it could degenerate into that one day. It could. And so I guess that's why this is a little newsworthy because you can see, you can see the spark coming out there and it's, it's not just, uh, and the excuses that come out there, but yeah, you know, whatever. I, I think, uh, but for I mean, for all you Jews that hate Israel, maybe you'll think twice now. All right, pound that like button. So let's talk about. Uh, there's a lot of people out there, well, that don't like the rich people. They, the rich, they. It's it's the billionaires. They are called. Well, the, the thing you got to remember with rich people: if someone is wealthy already, they can spend on nonsense stuff because they're wealthy. They can spend on cars to impress women or impress partners, impress their neighbors, okay? And, and, and this is a big, big and, at the same time, they can invest. They've got a lot of disposable income, okay? They've They've got a lot of wealth they can distribute in many different ways. They can waste some of their wealth, but at the same time, they're still investing some of their wealth, which is producing them even more wealth now. So if you're a regular Joe six pack out there, you can see the rich and you see them spending and then you're going to try to spend too. That's the mistake. Don't be like the rich in that way. Be like the rich in the other way in the unseen way. You don't see Rick. You don't actually see them physically investing in businesses, physically buying Bitcoin or buying real estate. You don't see them doing, you see them driving around a Lamborghini. So you want a Lamborghini. And so you you go down, you know, there's two bets. You can either, the rich can do both. They can spend, they can wastefully spend, and they can invest at the same time. When you're a regular Joe, you got to pick one or the other, okay? And if you want to end up like that. Now, if you don't want to end up rich, if you're satisfied, if you're just happy with frivolous things all the time, constantly, and and being broke and being in debt, Maybe that makes you happy. Maybe you're not jealous of the rich and you just like having nice things for a while and you're living the high life and you don't want to live beyond 40. Okay. That's your choice. <laughs> and, and you know, life in the fast lane, if you want to do life in the fast lane, then you. but realize that if you want to do the life in the fast lane for a while, but then you want to be rich, well, you just wasted a lot of darn time because you're going to have to invest eventually. You're going to have to save eventually. And you have to realize they're not doing something magical over there. Okay. They at one time had to build up the wealth too, or their ancestor did at least before they passed on the wealth to them. But again, there's some people that are so wealthy, they just pass on the wealth to their kids and their kids spend a lot, but their kids also invest a lot. So again, don't hate the rich safely, safely, simply take into consideration your financial situation now. Okay. And try to save and invest as much as possible so that eventually you will be rich and you will be able to continue to invest and save. And at the same time, you will be able to spend and get your cars and impress your women or impress your kids or impress your neighbor or whatever, you know, but you, again, now again, you can never go full spend. You can never go full spend. If you go a hundred percent spend and you stop investing, Okay, it's, it'll, it, you can waste it all away. Look at the NFL stars, okay? Look at the NFL stars. They're given millions of dollars, millions of dollars. They go full spend. And by the time they're 38 years old, they are broke because they didn't do any investment. And if they did do something they thought was investment, like, oh, I'm going to loan my buddy $100,000 so he can start his shoe business. No, that's not real investing. That's just uh, throwing your money away. We're talking about real investment. So again, you look at, the, look at the rich, realize there's two sides to the story. There are two sides of the story. They are, they are living the high life. They got a mansion out there in Beverly Hills or whatever. But at the same time, they are still maintaining that wealth by saving and investing. So you have to also do that uh, to, to get to that level in the first place. So don't be a hater. Get in, and again, Bitcoin is a thing. That is an investment right there. That's what I talk, you know, buy and hold. There and again, people are always like, "Boy, well, why? When are you going to spend your Bitcoin? When are you going to spend?" I just gave you the reason, why, <laughs> why it's it's. I don't worry about when I'm going to spend it. That I I have been saying since freaking 2016. I'm not spending one darn Bitcoin. I'm not turning any of this Bitcoin into fiat until after the 2020 halving. And now we're we're. I mean, time flies, dudes. Now we're getting close to there. I still don't see a time I'm not comfortable yet with spending any of my Bitcoin. Not at all. Not at all. But again, I I'm so I'm still maintaining my investment. I'm still getting more Bitcoin, building my investment. But I'm still living a happy life. On a, I, I don't need frivolous things. That's you got to get your mindset out of that. You got to stop looking at the rich for all the frivolous things that they have, but looking at the behind the scenes smart things that they have done. Which will you know? It's all it's all about patience and deferral of gratification, people. Eventually, if you if you save enough. If you defer gratification enough, you are going to have a lot of uh, a lot of wealth to frivol to do frivolous things with. But you might not want to. Then, like I again I, I don't think I'll feel I don't think I'll have the need when it comes time to spend the Bitcoin. I don't think I'll have the need to to get insanely big things. I'm not gonna, I'm not going to want to. Impr- it's going to be what makes me happy. I'm not going to try to impress the neighbor. I'm not going to try to impress the women. I'm not, again, I value my wealth in Bitcoin. I'm going to try to make me happy. And that's tying it back to the, the, the top of the show. Okay, finally. Um, oh, and, and then invention said, he said another five bucks. Thank you, dude. Uh, and thanks to everyone who sent support. And just, you know, social media retweets that support too. I'm on TechBall, T-C-H-B-A-L-T on Twitter. When I'm Bitcoin retired, I plan to only cash in 38000 a year. That way I will pay ooh, he's killed. that way I will pay zero income tax according to IRS long-term capital gains rules well Mention and I are both not tax advisors but and this show is not tax advice but thank you for that uh, information there and he he is in the state of Washington too so that might I mean again it, it depends well he's talking about federal there too so it doesn't anyway um, when I plan the cash in 38 in a year that way I will pay zero income uh, okay I'm, I'm not giving tax advice here. I like that Vening has a plan though he has a plan I love that and have a plan have a plan what's gonna make you happy what's gonna uh, what's gonna be give you the ability to save the most and to have the most happiness do the least work um, time is money people to give what will uh, give you the most free time or the most happy time? Okay, so here for all you traditional people who uh, value your wealth in dollars or who complain about the top 1% or complain about the top 10%, I have linked to two links below. They are calculators. They are net worth calculators. And they're pretty funny. Uh, They're pretty fun. You You can type in your net worth and see where you would be in the United States. I think you could do this in other countries also. I mean, it's it's linked to below. Have fun with it. You can see by age what percent you what 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 percentile you were in by net worth. Like if you're uh, if you're between twenty and thirty and you have fifty thousand dollars of net worth, uh, what uh, what percentile are you in? Now it's funny. The percentiles start in the negatives because there are people. Many people have are worth negative. They're worth nothing. They're in great debt. Um, So it's you know that's like the first that's the first 10% right there. Maybe that's even the first quintile. I don't even know if it's the first 20%. But it, it's, it's fun to play around with. So, uh, and hey, it might, also, it might also help you set some goals there. You can say, you know, Adam's always talking about the top 10%. What would it take for me to be in the top 10% in terms of net worth? How many, how many Bitcoin am I going to need to be in the top 10%? Now, again, this is not Bitcoin based, but you can make your own assumptions like, well, how much is Bitcoin going to be worth in fiat in the year 2021? So how many Bitcoin do I need now so that I'll be in the top 1% of net worth individuals in the United States by then? Again, I think there are a lot of people, uh, you know, I made my uh, long ago, 2015, I said, guys, get 10 Bitcoin now, pay $4,000. I I think eventually, well, yeah. We'll see. Eventually, those people will definitely be in the top uh, top 20% if they, if they only did that. Who knows? We, we shall see. Maybe they'll be in the top 10%. I, I don't want to make, you know, then people are going to say, oh, you just made a prediction on how much Bitcoin is going to be worth in fiat. I don't want to do it. I don't, I don't make predictions about how much Bitcoin. People ask me, like, is it going to be worth a million dollars? I don't know. I think all I know is it's going to be very darn good to have it in the 2020s, baby. 2020s. Personal responsibility is a new counterculture. People are going to be speaking their minds. Uh, and uh, yeah, it'll be good to have a cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency is going to be bailing out the American citizens, maybe. Who knows? It's going to be an exciting time These this upcoming decade. All right. Be happy you're alive. I sure am. Pound that like button. Bang that bell button. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video. Check out the uh, links below. This was the Beyond Bitcoin show. We talk about subjects that go way beyond Bitcoin. Every other day of the week, it's Bitcoin and cryptocurrency news. I do a new show every day. Uh, I'll say hi to everybody in the chat right now. Oh, yeah, All Good Lab. Check them out. They're linked to below. Get t-shirts there. They gave me this one. New York hipsters, they are.